GCU Author Interviews. Hey, Untamables. This is author and poet Kiana Danae. I just wanted to send some love to Untamed in this Get Caught Up podcast with Writer Wednesdays. These tips are amazing. They are definitely very relevant in not only the author world, but the business world. And please, please follow and listen to this podcast and get your life together with branding, with um, promoting yourself, marketing, everything. All these Writer Wednesdays tips are the perfect jumpstart into making yourself promotable, making yourself marketable, and making yourself uh, professional. So I'm sending you all love and ink. Have a great day. And now, here is your host. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast. I am your host, Untamed creative creator, author, podcaster, producer, and as my good friend, my good sis, Miss J.P. Simmons, Miss Julia Press Simmons, donned me the Oprah of Literary Podcast. So, girl, I, I still, I like, I love that tag so much that I have to say it now every single time. But I'm an Oprah without my gal because tonight Crystal could not join us for the show. Work got her. Like, they, she came off vacation and they said, all right, well, since you back, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and just throw you in there. So, y'all throw up your signs for free Crystal. She really, really wanted to be here tonight, um, but she could not be. But we're going to hold it down for her um, in the, because she's not here. But... Y'all know how that go. You know, we, we sometimes we have to miss some days and it's okay. I give her some grace on it because Crystal be holding it down for me. Like, she know, y'all know my schedule be crazy. So she be on here holding down the podcast and then I come back three shows later like, I'm back. <laughs> so, so I am so excited that she at least had her vacation. But I hate that work tried to stick her. 
you know, so we're going we gonna to see if we can get her free from the, from the, from the workplace. <laughs> uh, let, her, let my girl go. Let my girl go. But as always, we are presented by Untamed Publishing. Allow us to help you unlock your creative writing potential. If you are an aspiring, a new, or even a seasoned author, you need help along your creative journey. Just visit www.untamedpublishing.net for all of the services you may need. There are a variety there, like proofreading, synopsis writing, editing, and it is also where you will go to submit for author interviews that open up on June 1st. Just visit the Contact Us page. Again, they open up on June 1st, but that is for our July through September bookers because we are booked and busy for this month and next month and then the next month. So, yes, make sure that you definitely, definitely look. I said next month. Hold on. We already in May. See, I'm counting April, but we booked for May and June. So, definitely July through September. And speaking of May, Man, happy May to y'all. Um, I just want to say happy birthday, happy anniversary, happy bookversary, and happy book release to all of our authors who are celebrating a book release and anybody who's celebrating a birthday, an anniversary, or a bookversary. I want to give some love to my youngest son, whose birthday is on the 16th, and he will be celebrating his sweet 16, so I cannot wait to celebrate that with you my boy <laughs> we gonna have some fun on that and special love out to my sponsors my sponsors who are Kiana Denae, EXO JC, Butterfly Spirit KB's Bookshelf, Tyler Landscaping, Jones Pressure Washing and Lawn Care and me and my son Lawn Care for all the kind of money that you give whether it fall or whether it jiggle you gave it and I appreciate it because it goes to the upkeep and the growth of the Get Caught Up podcast, we appreciate you for everything that you do. So y'all know when we back. We back tonight because we have another author interview, and she is new to me. And so I may be introducing her to some of you, but that's what we are here to do: is to introduce you to your next favorite author. And I am going to read the bio for her, and then I'm going to intro her in. So, born and raised in Harlem, New York, authoress name has always been ahead of her time. Her love for writing and reading gave her the confidence to submit her first novel to a popular publishing house. After completing her first three book series, she pushed forward in the game, building and expanding her database. With May's witty sense of humor and her New York swag, she has the ability to bring her characters alive and take her readers on a journey they will never forget. Welcome to the UP Hot Seat, the hood love dealer herself, Miss Authoress Nay. How are you doing? I know that's right. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing? Okay. Yes. 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 So, thank you so much for joining us here on the get caught up podcast and it is such a pleasure like i said i love that tag that you gave yourself so i had to incorporate it i love it yes the hood love dealer herself author is nay yes absolutely 
I love this one. So, so like from now on, that's how you got to use <laughs> And that's it. Like that, it's like Prince. That's <laughs> right, Prince. Good <laughs> love dealer. Good love dealer. That's it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I, I promise you, I'm like, I'm so glad that you are doing well, and that you know this pandemic has not, you know, actually caused you to to shut completely down to do what you love to continue writing. Because one thing I do know about a pandemic that it birthed a lot of good writing. It did. I was excited to see that. I told people this. Um, plenty of times some of the best writing that I have seen has come after the pandemic like it's like everybody's mind you know it, it made some people crazy but I think it made the creatives like more creative because <laughs> these pens went crazy after that you know? they said y'all can sit down and it was like oh now I can show you what I really can do now <laughs> and then you really get to know the people in your house so you have the material yeah, right <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, hello. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I didn't notice that before. Now I know you, 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 you home with your man. You home with your your woman, and you like. It's really some things that I don't like about you. Let me put it in the book because I don't want to, you know, lose you. So let me just go ahead and write it in the book. And it just right, happened. right, <laughs> absolutely. You know, so I, I say, I always say, you know, we, we talk about all of the bad things that the pandemic did, but it did produce some good things you know some good yes, things did. happened because of that and that was a, assuredly one of them so i was like i don't know what the pandemic did to us creatively but baby <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad it came but i'm glad it's gone i'm, I'm glad it came well right and i'm glad it's gone because it drove us stir crazy too after a while <laughs> I became a school teacher at home i said oh no these kids got to get out of here baby they got to open the school back up honey. <laughs> I, I refused to become a school teacher. I, I, I just I gave up on day one when I, <laughs> my son got his computer and we couldn't get on and we couldn't get logged in and I had to put him in the car and drive him to the school so we could figure out what was going on. I was like, mm-mm. I retired on the first day. <laughs> no, that's right. I said, oh, this is that new mask. Okay. Yeah, y'all can go back. We didn't. He didn't even get in class when I had retired. <laughs> I was like, forget this. I don't want to do this no more. I hope your teachers online are good because don't ask me nothing else. What's the computer start working? <laughs> are you hungry? That's what I'm here for. You hungry? Listen, he was in middle school when the pandemic hit, so he better not even ask oh, me to hungry. You know where the kitchen is. <laughs> oh, no. I had little, little ones. Oh, no. Middle oh, school, no. I'd have been like, baby, uh, listen, they better pass me. I know. Listen, I was I was one of them. Like, Mm-mm, you you know what a kitchen is. You better go in there and get to eat because I'm not about to do that. Did I cook when you was in school? Nope. <laughs> the world is shut down. I'm off, sir. It's like, uh, uh-uh, no. I think, it, and I think it was different for me in a sense because, um, you know, a lot of people because they're always working outside of the home. They actually appreciate it that time to be home with their family and it was weird for me because I have college kids my husband works my younger son is in high school well he's in the school at time and um so I was always home by myself and so it was an adjustment when my kids went off because I was already home so it was like 
I miss them, you know, not being having to pick them up, doing like the mom duties and stuff. And it took adjustment. So by the time the pandemic hit, I got adjusted. So then I had to readjust for everybody being at home. And I was like, oh, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got to get up out of here. I don't know where y'all gonna go, but you got to go. <laughs> y'all gotta go. <laughs> y'all gotta go. It's like I went from a house, you know, by, by, um, Eight o'clock in the morning, I was I was by myself until three p.m. and then went from one person to to five, and I was like, "Oh, oh hell, y'all, yeah, dude, y'all gotta go, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> gotta go," because I'm at home working still because I was already doing it, and then y'all bothering me because now y'all out of school, you off of work. I'm like, "Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> oh." Yes, yeah, so I was like, nope, nope, nope. So, but I'm glad that you are doing good. So, I do want to ask you. So, did you? Were you? It's a lot of people who started writing during the pandemic. Were you one of the ones who started during the pandemic, or have you been writing for a while? How long have you actually been writing? Not one of those people who started during the pandemic. I've been writing pretty much since junior high. Mm-hmm. Um, I've initially started out writing poetry. Um, okay. And I wrote po- poetry that um, honestly like lift myself up because I, and you, this may shock a lot of people, I never liked being, like I had a I had a really tough time being the dark skinned girl growing up in a predominantly um, Hispanic area um, mm-hmm. in the Bronx. That's where, I, um, that's where I went to school. And I used to get teased so bad. And I just started writing poetry to lift myself up. Um, and like my uncles are dark, very dark skin like me and they used to be like, listen, we gonna go beat them up or you gonna do something. I, I was like, okay, I'm gonna just write. I'm gonna write you know, and I'm gonna get into things and you know, like that, like where I can showcase the writing. Um, and that, that moved on to throughout my school years. In um, high school, I went to London after winning a, um, a writing contest at school. And then um, officially in 2018, I believe, I submitted my first um, manuscript and I got time for a three book deal and then we just been rocking since then. Awesome, awesome. Okay. All right, three book deal. So now was that three book deal a series or were those like um standalones? That first uh book deal was a series. I did a three book series um that I'm gonna be revamping at some point because it's no longer available. Um okay online but i'm going to be revamping it at some point because that's you know your your first book just be your baby so it's like mm-hmm. i still have the books i have a whole frame up on my wall of it you know you know and i just want to be able to revamp it and put it into where it where we are right now so that'll be coming back out awesome awesome yes i and that you know i do share that with you i um my first <laughs> my first book and then I, I say my first book, and I say that because that's what it was supposed to be—a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was yeah, earned book series. <laughs> it's my first book, baby, and it was independently published. And then it was right now traditionally published. But I still got in my heart for the original. Like it got revamped and all of that stuff. But I got a place in my heart for like the original that you know that yeah. was draw, and it was like you know it was it was. All of it's still me, but it was it's more polished now than it was. I'm like, you know what? That was that old gritty me. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> that, that gritty drives me. So I was like, yeah, I still got a place in that. Like you said, I still even, I don't have many now, but I think I still have like a copy of each of the um, 
the previous, you know, series when it was independent publishing. So, it, like, it, it still frames. So, it is nostalgia. Your first one will always be your heart. You don't you know, forget it. You don't forget it at all. <laughs> you don't. I would say that's just always a step in school into anything. So, I I love it. So, did you start out wanting to be a series writer since that was your, your goal when you got the book deal? Or did you start out saying, I just want to write a book? Or did you always know, like, nah, I want to be a seri- serial writer? Listen, uh, series is not my thing. Any three series, like a, a trilogy, is not my thing. My current book that, I'm, that I just put out is a three-part series. I'm really a two-part series kind of gal. Uh-huh. Um, it's like a for me um but i i love the process so just writing in general just works for me i'll just go and till i can't go no more but for me when the character stops speaking baby it's time to close it it's like it's done let's not try to extend it if they stop it's over i know that's right i know that's right i i agree with you on that and i always tell people that's like i you can only uh, author can only go as far as the characters go and sometimes that's you know one book sometimes that's two sometimes that's three and sometimes it's infinity and beyond (laughs) (laughs) exactly but they will only go as far as these characters will allow them to go these these readers will try to talk you into 17 books I'm like wait a minute girl Spin off after spin off after spin off, and you be like, Look, okay, now, all right, they they going, they had their baby, they happy story, it's, it's over now, okay, boo, it's done. Don't go ahead and give the, the, the kid a kid now, it's too much, right? Right, 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 right. I'm like, Nah, you know what? How you, I tell you what, you just gonna make up whatever your mind happened, that's what happened. <laughs> you that, write it, and you let me know, you, let me know what happened with him. I'm done with him, I kicked him out of the house. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I will ask you this. Um, with you being traditionally published, you know, um, how are you traditionally published now or are you independent now? Published now. I'm under um, a company by the name of Urban and Dead um publications. Okay. And yeah, which I love, love, love. They are oh no god, they're amazing. Um, so Urban Ain't Dead, shout out Urban Ain't Dead, yeah, shout out Urban Ain't Dead, okay. Um, so yeah, traditionally published. Um, I did self publish two books, um, and it's not that it didn't work out, it's just more of a you gotta know what your lane is, you know, you gotta build that readership, and you can't jump out the window with that self publishing thing because not only is it costly, but it's just like it's like you really gotta know what you're doing because it's a lot that goes into it. So when you have a publisher that really hones in on that you 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 know you hold it and it's like i give me the game give me the game and then let me spread my wings when i'm ready so i was okay to know that okay self-publishing is not it for me right now but at some point i'll be able to do that to my full potential yes absolutely and i'm glad you said that um because we often get the question, you know, about the difference between the two and what would you rather do. And so that's one thing that I always like to get, you know, the different authors opinion on, you know, and their experience about it is just, you know, self-publishing isn't for everybody. You can't just, I know it's easy. It, it seems easy and it is available. Mm-hmm. It's easily accessible. I should say it that Absolutely. way. Um, but it's not easy. <laughs> and that's the it's thing. That easier not- said than done. Right, right. It's like, it looks like it's, you know, one thing, 
But the biggest part, you know, like you alluded to, is that the writing at the end of the day, when you're writing something, you kind of go through all of these different things. And, you know, sometimes that can be stressful, but you don't know stress until after you do public. Baby. What? <laughs> What? You mean, but hold on, I gotta wait. Okay, so Amazon, y'all said that I gotta fix the the the, the title and I gotta fix the cover and I gotta. The co- oh no, I don't got time for that. Publisher, hey, <laughs> hey I gotta. Right. I just wanna create the work and you do the rest. Okay, thank you. I know that's right. So I always tell people, you know, you have to gauge what your strengths are and what I've always learned, and I feel like the formula for me is. Learn as much as you can about the business of publishing, just like you learn about your craft, and then you travel in the lane that best suits for you. <laughs> Don't try to travel in the lanes that, that you know you can't deal with. If you're not good with marketing, the crashing. You know, if you're not good with graphics and you're not good with editing, uh-uh. well, you shouldn't be doing all that anyway. But yeah, <laughs> it's like regardless of what, you still have to defer like it's good to to know about it and learn it and you know even if you tap into it and do it a little bit you still at least need somebody to back you up to say get a second pair of eyes absolutely (laughs) yeah and and it's so crazy because in the position that i'm in now within with urban day i get to kind of see both sides of it so i'm an author and uh, you know uh, and i say seasoned author because of just how many books i've made and me seeing the business and how different publishers work and everything but in this case I'm an author and I'm the executive assistant of the company. So I'm able to see some of the business side of it. And um, our publisher, um, Elijah R. Freeman, he's very, very savvy when it comes to that for somebody that's just, you know, starting in that lane or, you know, in the game as, as far as a publisher goes. He's very savvy. So I'm getting that business side and I'm getting more out there with the marketing, the branding and everything of my books. Because at one point with my other books, which are my, all my books are my babies. But at one point with my other book, I just was, in my mind, it was like, okay, I'm writing great stories, so the people are going to come. But you got to remember, okay, you got to really market yourself out here. And I, like, I started marketing myself as, you know, just who I am as a person, the hood love dealer, author is nay. And then they was coming, you know, more people were coming, and I was finding out people were reading my books that I didn't even know anything about. Because there's a world outside of Amazon Kindle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it is. I'm learning that. <laughs> it is a world outside of Amazon Kindle. And many people don't know that. Like, and, and, I, and I say, too, you know, even for us authors, Amazon is always like a crutch fallback to us. But I think because there is such a, a, a subscribership, if I could say that, you know, there. Like, you had everybody knows Amazon. Everybody's going to go there first. And then even if you, when you meet people, the first time they start, you on Amazon? <laughs> it's like, right. That's hilarious to me because it, the questions used to be, are your books in Barnes and Nobles? Are your books in, or, or let me even back it up, are your books in Borders? You know, yes. your, your books in Walden books back when I was a kid. Look, I'm, I'm aging. Nobody, if you wasn't in Barnes and Noble, what? It's like, are, are, are you like now, it's like, are your books in Barnes and Noble? Now it's like, are, is it on Amazon? I'm like, yeah, everybody go to Amazon for everything. <laughs> exactly. So, One stop shop. So it's like, you know, so you can't, you can't knock it, but it is a world outside of Amazon. You know, like your readership is not, is not solely there. So 
I applaud the authors who do take the time to market and reach out and explore all of the avenues, you know. People still go to the library, you know, people still, you know, they're, they're different places, the schools, there's prisons, you know, they read there too, you know, I know the, the kids, they show the fights and stuff all the time at okay. school, but they do read at school. They do, they do, they get their read on, you know, they got a book or two in there. Yeah, got, yeah they got a book or two of them school, so, <laughs> uh, you know, I, and I, it don't, don't leave in the all you gotta have is a couple good teenagers that read. Just, they will find you in the school library. <laughs> do you remember? Do, but do you remember chicken? Um, chicken soup for the teenage soul. Yeah, I want to have that kind of traction because they had me in the library glued to the books. I, I know that's high. right. I know that's right. No chicken, look, no chicken soup for the soul books was good now. It was good for my soul. It was so good. It was it so was good. good. It was good. So, you know, and I just, I think that, you know, when we open and we broaden ourselves up that way, that is, you know, that's when you're really expanding your reach and kind of being able to reach across the aisle and do some things. So, yeah. It is amazing, and so I'm so glad that you said that, and so glad you touched on it. So you you've already dropped some jewels. So I'll ask you this: What is aside of what we've already discussed, and we we really went into a whole counseling session? For the, for the <laughs> you know, listen. Right? You know, when the girls get together, the girls got to do what they got to do. They got to get that out the way. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but I, I love to take the opportunity to like really just inform and to teach because as a pod, as a literary podcast I feel like that's also the responsibility it's like you know have a duty to be out here for my authors and introduce y'all to readers bring the readers to you guys but also you know we take this time to really just as as, uh, as old people say fellowship <laughs> okay and they say together <laughs> And get this good knowledge and everything and spread, you know, because you know, we can only learn from our shared experiences. You know, this is a, an industry where, and I say this meaning a different way. This is an industry where information is readily available. And I say that because there's so much information out there <laughs> that right. it, it's overwhelming because they don't know what's actually true and what's not true because yeah. there's misinformation. This is so, true. Yeah. It's like when it's so overwhelming that you don't know what up from down and like uh, right from left, then you need right. people with experience to sit in here and just tell you the truth. They got to give you the truth to you. So, okay. Yes, absolutely. That's important. So I ask you, like, what is an important lesson you've learned since being a published author that you just, you feel like other authors or people even considering coming into this industry should know before they kind of dive in. <laughs> I feel like it's a couple things, but the biggest thing to me is know your lane. Mm -hmm. Know your lane and stay in that lane until you master it before you go and start and doing other things. Mm -hmm. Meaning, for me, I know that I know what I love and I love hood love, right? So mm -hmm. I point myself the hood love dealer. So when I tell you I can write a hood love story in my sleep, I can write a hood love story in my sleep because I love hood love. You know what I'm saying? And once you've been able to, like, just in like, my last two books that I put out, just those kind of experiences, 
based on the hood love that I feel like I have now, that's big. So you you know what you're doing. You got to know your lane and know your audience. So I'm not going to jump out there and start writing paranormal. Right. <laughs> ready for that. <laughs> that is not my calling. <laughs> right. My pen wasn't called to do paranormal. I'm not going to jump out there and do a how-to book in another forum because I wasn't called to do so. Know your lane, master that lane, and then you can go ahead and swerve and go over into the other lane. Because then it's a seamless thing. People yeah. try to, I feel like sometimes people try to force it because you want, you the readers say they want something different. So you'd be like, let me just go write something different. And then when you flop, it's like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta take your time because guess what? There's a book, there's an author born every day. There's a book that's put out every day. Like in the last, I would say, before even the pandemic, but around like that time when it was starting, it was a book coming out every single day. There's a book coming out every single day and still up to this day. So you gotta know your lane and master that. Gain that readership there before you start moving around. And if and if you know, like I know, it's hundreds coming out every day. Listen, <laughs> it's um, like hold up. Yes, yes. So, oh my goodness, that is a wonderful piece of advice. You know, um, just to, like you said, master your lane. And I will say this too: it's like, and even when you master that lane, you know, you kind of gradually go into another lane like you like I, I say it's like this if you used to write romance you know i wouldn't say jump out there and do no thriller but maybe go into romantic suspense you know right right because it'll be seamless you already got it yeah, add yeah. that little extra sprinkle or something right right you kind of swerve a little bit you don't you don't go for don't go across the highway right. don't, don't go do across too the highway the traffic <laughs> Don't do too much, man. Come on. <laughs> do, do a little bit by a little bit. And then, <laughs> then you'll get there. You'll get there. Because suspense will lead you into thriller, you know, and things like right. that. So, you know, and then, like you said, you just know, when you know what you know, if you do, you can practice it. But <laughs> it's like, if you do go, no, then it's like, mm-mm. you know, like you said, I'm with you on that. I, paranormal is not my thing. I don't even have a desire to. So I'm not even going to try ministry i'm not gonna go write y'all paranormal and then try to and then i'm gonna sneak some hood stuff in there you're gonna be like excuse me what right some hood now see now you might introduce a whole new genre some hood <laughs> paranormal okay paranormal. my stuff y'all listen some hood paranormal so you know hey all right with a paranormal writer and then put some hood still <laughs> <laughs> a game I know that's right. You know that's what we do. That's the that's the creativity right there. <laughs> to come up with a whole new genre, hood paranormal. Yeah, it's hood paranormal. Then y'all, I'll just be killing y'all. What y'all gonna do then? <laughs> right, right. They probably say, look, some of this stuff already paranormal. Some of these hood books. <laughs> Listen. Look, let me go create the genre. Let me write that down on my little notepad. I know that's right. I know that's right. Listen, if you do come out, come hey, come out with some authors, or you come out with your stuff, y'all heard it here first. Okay, (laughs) you heard it here first. When they get up, get caught up, podcast. Okay, you heard it here first. 
I know that's right. Well, I am going to right here take a quick break because we want to get into what now tell me the corn that you gave us something because that is so cute. I love it. Good love. Yay. <laughs> we gotta get into this. Yeah, look, we gotta talk with the hood love feeling. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get into her book. So we will be right back in just one moment. Welcome to Kisha Beauty, embracing the power of self-love in conjunction with 50 Shades of Success. While 50 Shades of Success works on the inside, let Kisha Beauty work on the outside, adding a little sparkle, pop, and shine with Kisha lips, pamper your skin with Kisha body, and let's not forget accessories with Kisha Girl. Find us on Instagram. Looking for a place you can get something for everyone? Butterfly Spirit LLC is a boutique that has you covered. From apparel, accessories, health and wellness products, and even custom design press-on nails. Visit us at ButterflySpiritLLC.com where comfort meets a piece of style. Untamed Publishing has partnered with Katie Creatives to present to you UP pre-made book covers. With over 200 covers to choose from, we're sure you'll find exactly what you need to fit your author needs. Just visit www.untamedpublishing.net. Hello, hello, and we are back. Welcome back. We are here with look. I I, I was gonna call your name, but I I like saying the hood love dealer now. You better like it, okay? Because I love it. Yes, we are here with the hood love dealer. <laughs> and so we gotta get into her book. I am going to read the synopsis for her book, and we have a treat for you guys tonight because. She is going to bless our ears with a synopsis from her books. I mean, from a synopsis, with a snippet from her book. So I'm going to read the synopsis. I'm going to get my life together. And <laughs> then I'm going to read the synopsis. So the name of your book is called Charges to the Game. Real Bitches at the Table. Boy, I tell you, we already know. <laughs> from, the, from, the, from the title alone, we already know. We got to get into something. So, this announcement goes as follows. The table has always been the center of the Wright family. With Curtis Cooley Wright as the head of it, he made it a point to be open with the two women in his life, preparing them for any and everything that has to do with the game only they couldn't predict that he'd be framed for murder he didn't commit. Okay. Cooley takes his sentence on the chin, knowing truth always comes to light at the right time. While preparing for his time out, he leaves the table in unsuspecting but able hands with his daughter, Mahogany. No strangers to the game, Mahogany, along with her god sister Tiffany, and their best friend, Moray, take their rightful seats and move as one. In this male-dominated field, the streets aren't always welcoming. 
to a Boston, especially one with the style and grace of Mahogany Wright. In a league of their own, the ladies are met with more adversity than a little bit, some in their personal lives and some in business. Will they be able to handle it all and live up to their titles, or will they prove to just prove just why there's no room for a woman at the top? Rob with a few bosses as they navigate the gritty streets of New York and manage to keep their womanly essence while doing it. All right now, Mahogany and friends. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that bosses. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Right, but a stomp in them heels. So now, you guys, now that we've learned a little bit about the process and what this book is about, I am going to open up the floor to you so that you can give us this great snippet. And so you guys sit back, get your little drink, and um, go ahead and tune on in as we as we get this little juice, this little tidbit from the book. All right, all right. All right. This game wasn't meant to be ran by a woman. My father told me as I sat across from him in the visiting room at San Quentin Prison. It's male-dominated, just like anything else in this world. And that's why you got to be five steps ahead. You come from my loins, so you already have an advantage. I raise you to be a strong leader and never to take no for an answer. Your poise and resilience will play a part in your takeover. I'm passing the baton to you, and it's going to fuck up the heads of a lot of people. But don't concern yourself with idle chit-chat. Keep your womanly mannerisms. Just because you're the boss doesn't mean you have to act like a man. Stay the course and do the shit right, the right way. I took in everything he said, soaking up the words like a sponge. I knew what was being asked of me and I had no intentions on letting my father down. I had to act like a woman while thinking like a man. Stepping into the shoes of Curtis Cooley Wright wasn't going to be an easy feat, but my daddy didn't raise no hoe. With my queens by my side, we were sure to shake the city up. I hear you, daddy. I'm going to make sure that they never forget your name. It'll be like you never left, I assured him. They never forget a legend, baby girl. You just make sure that they know. The new first lady at the table. He reached across the metal table for my hand and squeezed it. It was a sign that let me know that he had to go. Since he started serving his sentence, we had the whole visiting thing down to the science. We never said goodbye because it was too final for me. Instead, he squeezed my hand, and I'd say, until we meet again. And he would nod his head and smile. After doing our ritual, we both stood. I love you, Daddy. I love you too, daughter. Go out there and make me proud. Oh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I was sucker for a good father-daughter relationship. Oh, girl. Me too. <laughs> I'm such a sucker for a good father-daughter relationship. <laughs> and I, I just love that. See, for me, it's the little nuances with books. Like how she said, they never said goodbye. He just squeezed her hand and she said, until we meet again. Like those type of things are so personal. It's like I can just visualize that moment happening. And I'm over here like, oh, I'm just tearing up. Look, it's, it's a old hood, but here the prison. But I'm still tearing up because it's still a moment. Like they're still parenting, and he's still loving on his baby. She's still loving right. on her father. So, man, I'm such a sucker for that. So, oh my gosh, man, I I gotta jump into it with just asking you, like, what was your motivation behind writing this book? Um, for this one, it was just an idea that I had in mind. My publisher was like, um, yeah, 
we doing trilogy. I said, we doing a what? <laughs> he said, we gonna do a trilogy. I was like, hey, that's right. sure. sure, we can do that. And then I was just like, and for me, as a as a writer, as a, a writer and a woman in the game, I'm always gonna be cheering for boss women. Mm-hmm. I don't like writing the woman that's down and out and struggling and then a man come and save her. Mm-hmm. I'm not with it. It makes for a good story. Not saying I would never write a book, but I'm all champion women, 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 like mm-hmm. feminist kind of vibe for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, I have to write a, a, a book of bosses. And, and my tag for this book is you read about the bosses, now read about the bosses. Because mm-hmm. we read about, uh, in the urban fiction world, we read a lot of, about boss men and how they move and everything. And then the women in this book is nothing to be played with. So I said, I want, when women read this, to be like, oh, I'm her. I know that's right. That I right here. Right. That one is me right there. And if I'm not her, I got a little bit of her in her, me. So I know it'll come out of me at some point. That was my motivation. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. So do you, for all of your books, do you typically like like the strong female character leads? Is that, that's the thing for all of your books? For the, ma- the majority of my books, yes. And if they're not strong, they go through a situation that makes them strong. Um, really but they're never really like super (laughs) duper (laughs) they're never like super duper docile or my first of all every woman in my every woman in my book don't have a mouth on her like Mm -hmm. she gonna cut you with the mouth because that would be myself so it's like (laughs) i'm gonna say something and i'm gonna get under your skin some kind of way or i'm gonna say something that's gonna be jazzy you know how you be like okay right right (laughs) so that's how i try to make my females I know that's right, but, but it's that's a great thing, you know, to see those types of strong women protagonists, you know, in books, especially in these types of books, because like you said, it is not often read. It's, you know, they kind of either down and out and somebody has to come in and save them, you know, it is good to see yeah. books where women are able to say, yeah, I can save myself. <laughs> right, and another thing, I didn't want to make a book where you know how sometimes you get a book where it's like a lot of female point of views and then they end up something happens and then they have a problem. I didn't want to make a book like that because I'm very close knit with my friends. So I wanted to make a book like we ride or dying for each other regardless. It don't matter what's going on. We're going to check each other when we need to be checked. But this is a solid sistership. So I wanted to make a book like that as well. Exactly. Exactly. I understand. And I'm glad, you know, I'm glad for that to show that solidarity between the women um right because a lot of times you do have that cattiness or that level of betrayal but to see women uniting it's like nah we for real we standing on this you we know gonna ride. it don't matter what's going on we gonna ride we gonna check each other at the end of the night but we gonna ride right now it's right wrong and different it's us against the world That's it. <laughs> oh my goodness so i want to say this now Mahogany is the lead because she's Cooley's, you know, daughter. Is there a love interest for Mahogany or one of her friends that's going to impact this story? Yes. Um, (laughs) There is two love interests. Well, each woman, so there's one, Moray is in a relationship. Mahogany and Tiffany both have a love interest. And when I tell you the people are eating it up, the women are eating the love interest up. Like, okay, so are you going to do a spinoff on those two? Already? I'm like, wait, we didn't even get to book two yet. They like, 
listen, don't make them break up. Don't make them have no drama, no issues. We just need, we need them to just love each other. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Like, you take it <laughs> okay. all in. Like, look, I take it all in. It's like, but you know, that's how readers get now. When they when they get a good relationship and they want to invest in, they don't want to uh, see nothing what? happen to them. It's like, now, you know, realistically, <laughs> I'm going to shake it up. You know I'm going to shake the table at some point. Right. <laughs> shake the table. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to happen at some point. It's got to happen. What you want me to do? <laughs> Something got to happen. Oh, my goodness. It's like, yeah, even if it ain't them, it's got to be somebody trying to interfere with them. Something got to shake the table. I mean, it's just it's the law of the land, honey. Mm-hmm. It is, like you said, the law of the land. <laughs> oh. Look now, now since Mahogany has a love interest, mm-hmm. I'm being nosy. Yeah, you you dive into as much as you want to. Is Daddy gonna be okay with this? <laughs> uh, you know what's so crazy? I can't even tell you because it's just <laughs> so like, ooh, when you get into that part two, and it's so crazy because I haven't finished part two yet. I, I I'm a really I'm an author that's really quality over quantity, so I wanted it to be out last month. But I'm really, really honing in on it. So I already, and it's so crazy that you bring that up because I just got to that part. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of fine. Girl, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Coolie over here, friends are trying to break out. <laughs> Maybe. Listen, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Oh my goodness. It's a lot. And, and I say that because you can see how strong that bond is. And when you have that kind of strong bond, when there's another man coming here, like they want to be the caretaker of that child, that female child, you know, that daddy, right. you start beating that chest. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's like, hold on now. Wait a minute. This still my baby minute. girl. You got to be qualified. And then you still ain't going to be all the way qualified, even if I approve. <laughs> Exactly. That's just how that happens. Just, you know? how it happens. Oh my gosh. So for for your book, and I know this is gonna be a trilogy, so but for this part one, what is your own personal takeaway? Like when you wrote it, what was your takeaway from the book? Like, dang, did I, I, I learned something in this about you know this story and these characters and things. You know what's so crazy? I didn't have that kind of takeaway. The takeaway I did have, and I don't mean it, it, it may sound crazy. You may be like, oh, this girl is talking. I was like, damn, you could write. <laughs> no, that's good. Like, no. girl, you be in here doing your thug sizzle. Like, you, okay, like, all right. And it's so crazy because it's like, as a woman, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and, and I, my publisher actually pointed this out, this out to me. He was like, just your ability to write male point of view. It's so important as a woman because you have women authors that don't know how to write a male point of view. They make it sound too cheesy, too hard. Like there's no in between. Mm-hmm. So go back and read some of my other books. I said, you, you're right. Mm-hmm. Look at that. You're, you're absolutely right. I can yeah. really write a male point of view. And I think that that's really, really important as a woman in this industry. Absolutely. I, I think, especially in that genre, um, mm-hmm. In this particular genre, it's very important to be able to have a good balance between two. Yes. Now, I will say this, <laughs> and I'm a, I'm a female, so I might be being biased, so, you know, but 
I said what I said. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it's more difficult for men to write from a woman's point of view. It is. Than, you know, it is for us at times, you know. For sure. It may be more difficult for us in this particular genre because there's just a certain breed, a caliber of man, you know, that kind of happens in these stories and you really have to capture their essence, you know? Right. But um, overall, <laughs> I feel like it's more difficult for me. Oh, I know they be struggling. I know they, they struggle. They be struggling. Uh, you know, it, it be so funny. So I love when I see a man who can master, you know, a woman. Because I, I be, they be, they, they'll tickle you. It's, it, it definitely show up on these sex scenes of how women talk when they mad and stuff. And it's Girl, like, it be like, that's how we sound? That's how we sound? That's how we sound. <laughs> They be tickling you so bad. So I, I love it. I love it. But it, it really is a skill set, you know, in the urban street genres to be able to balance the man's personality and the woman's personality for a woman. It truly is. So kudos to you for that. And I can tell because even, like I said, the interaction between um, in, the, in the prologue between Julio and his um, daughter it was very balanced and it was the, like the perfect seamless even in that short span you know father daughter relationship and you could like i said i i immediately saw myself in just watching that in my mind because i think when i read i kind of vision stuff cinematically and if i can't that just kind of means that the person hadn't honed in on these characters you know but from the rip, you honed in on it. I'm like, yep, yep. <laughs> yes, it. Yeah. So, what would be, on the flip side of that, what would be something that you want the readers to take away from your book? Um, I would just want the readers to take away just, you know, a, a different point of view. Like like I said, like in, in regards to like the bosses, the bosses is not always the men. Mm-hmm. We don't we done birthed a lot of female bosses over the last few years. So it's like we can do this thing too if we need to. We need to get in the paint, we're gonna get in the paint. Let's be clear. I know that. Okay. Don't count us out. Like we can make those decisions, those hard decisions, and be able to sleep well at night. <laughs> right. I know that's right. <laughs> she said and then lose a wink of it. <laughs> not, not a wink, because mahogany. Mahogany. Oh. Nothing to be played with in this book. Like, nothing to be right. played with. I know that's right. I love it. Shout out to Mahogany. Like, <laughs> and you can tell, like, she her daddy's child. You could already see. For sure. <laughs> and don't play about her dad at all. Uh, here, here. Clearly, clearly, like you can tell that I, you can so tell it about her that she don't play about her daddy. She don't play, period. <laughs> no, not about nobody that's close to her. Uh uh-uh. uh. I know that's right. So Julio, he was basically framed for something he didn't do. Is that going to resolve itself? Like, is that are we waiting to the end for that, or you know, or is that in part in the part one, and then they flow into what happens from that? I, I want to get into that just a little bit. That is going to resolve itself. I'll tell you that. It's going to resolve itself and it's going to be a lot of a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. As we get to the resolution. 
it's going to be a lot of things that's going to be uncovered. You know, we going to notice that, you know, sometimes the people that you feel is maybe close to you ain't so close. Oh. It's going to be a lot of drama that comes to that, but you're going to learn about the right family. I know. <laughs> she said, you're going to learn. You're going to learn today. <laughs> the right way, Okay. About like the right you gonna, family, you're right. gonna learn about the right family. You, you, you can't do too much. I uh, know the right family, so you got the right one. <laughs> oh, the right one, and you know what's so crazy that you said that? That's how the book ends. Ah, he says, Girl, let me see. I, I tell you no lies. I'm on my real you right there. Look, it says, Mahogany says, Mahogany said. Wait, hold on. Let me go to a child because that's crazy. Uh, are you doing that? You're that it. Wait a minute. Wait a second. She, my girl said that. She said the last sentence, he soon see just what I meant by me being the right one. <laughs> what? What? I know that's right. I'm going to play about a lot of things. <laughs> what? Hey, you got a little. Okay. You got a mahogany in me. I know that's right. I know that's right, <laughs> man. So, oh my gosh. So we talked about the book a little bit. You know, I don't want you to get too much more because it is a trilogy. So I know we got to say some of this spice and this juice for part two and part three. But what? When can we expect uh, part two? Because I know you said you were honing in on it, and that, and I applaud you for that. Um, you said something that was dynamic and I that is a great piece of advice for any aspiring author. Quantity, um, quality over quantity, you know. So I appreciate you, you know, saying, Hey, it was supposed to come out, but uh uh-uh. <laughs> I'll pull it back real fast. Right. right. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, some, some yeah. people don't do that. They'll, you know, they'll just kind of roll with it and put what's out there and it's like, um, Sure. Can you dial it back some and, and, and just hone in on this just a little bit more? So I appreciate you saying that because so in this microwave uh, age that we live in, you know, yeah, want something hot, so they want some little seasons. They want it hot and fast, hot and ready and fast. <laughs> but this is ready and fast. You know, it's, it's not like, easy yeah. being an author. It's not easy being a creative as a whole. I went through writer's block for this whole week, like whole last week, writer's block. So just imagine that many days of missing your writing because you just can't get into it and you can't focus. And when I, like I said, when the reader stops talking, I have to put the pen down or I'll just start writing another story. That's how I get back on it or I'll start reading something else to get back in the game of, you know, okay, so we got it. You, you got that through your system. You work through it and let's keep going. It's definitely coming out this month, though, for sure. Wow. We ain't, I ain't gonna do too much. I ain't gonna leave. I ain't gonna leave them hanging too much, baby, because they'll move on. <laughs> they, um, but they'll come back. They'll come back now. <laughs> yeah, but they gonna come right on back. So I want to just take the time here so that you can tell the listeners like where they can purchase your books, um, where they can connect with you, and if there's anything else that you have that's going on, you know, just let them know, and we we have to get them shameless plugs in there. Okay, this is time. I want to let y'all know my CD dropping. I'm just. I oh, know that's um, right. Listen, <laughs> hey, get it all in. <laughs> 
you can find all of my books on Amazon.com um, backslash nay, um, N-A-I. Um, also, uh, you can visit the Urban Ain't Dead website to order directly from there. You know, support the Black-owned businesses, okay? Um, I will be in Richmond, Virginia on May 19th at 12 p.m. at the Whole Street Branch Library for the Urban Fiction Experience Girls Rule event. So I'll be there. Um, and also I'll be in Chicago at Jessica Watkins Chicago Urban Book Expo on August the 20th at 12 p.m. at the Chicago, um, the Hilton Grand Ballroom. So I'll be there. Come see me. I'm, I'm very as friendly and nice as you hear me on this podcast. I am like that in person. I'm not stiff. We ain't got the hug. Okay. Cause this thing's still out there. <laughs> right. But, uh, <laughs> I'm all for the what's up girl pandemic, not over pandemic. <laughs> okay let's not get all right now um you know but you know come see me at those two events and you know the books are coming they're coming they're of abundance I am a creative that has so much in my mind I have so many characters so many storylines so they are coming for sure awesome awesome well where um can they purchase your books so you can purchase the books on amazon amazon.com forward slash nay um everything is there um or like i said for this latest book charges to the game real bitches at the table you can visit urbanadead.com um among some other things with the other team members who are awesome um but yeah all of them are on amazon you can re- um, purchase them paperback or ebook Awesome, awesome. Now, look, this is me personally because I love me a good audio book. <laughs> and I think I have pandemic introduced me. Now, if I say anything, pandemic introduced me to audio So I need to get into that for sure. Oh, definitely. I just want to add, look, are, are you thinking about pursuing audio For me to read or just audio book for my book? For your books. I think it'll be a great thing because it's just like I have a lot of funny elements in my book as well. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I feel like I'm a comedian, lightweight, like part time. <laughs> um, so I think it'll sound really good on audio book. Yes. I would love to do audio book. Yeah, of course. Yes. Also, I'm, look, I'm a proponent for audio book. Like I, this, and I say that people who know me and know me for years, they probably just laugh at me because there was a time I wouldn't even dare <laughs> listen to an audio book. I'm like, a book is supposed to be read, not <laughs> And now I'm over here like the champion <laughs> for all things audio. <laughs> I just have a newfound appreciation for the hard work that the narrators put in here. Cause don't don't jump to be over your whole acting, okay? They they just read, they put in a performance on these books. Right oh, see this, and that's what I want. And I want to get someone that is just like um that could capture the essence of the people, whether male, you know, female. I gotta get somebody that's gonna really get in there. Yes, yes, there there are quite a few. There are quite a few who really know how to um to get in there and bring those characters alive. So oh, yes, I, I, I would love to. I would love to I would love to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to listen to it. So definitely. But 
you guys, you know, Nay, it has been such a pleasure talking to you. You have been a delight. I have oh, enjoyed myself. Yes, this was so perfect. This was so great. I don't know what, it's not that I had, I never have an expectation going into anything other than people being nice and genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, But this was so perfect. Thank you so much for having mm-hmm. me. I really, really appreciate it. You are so, so welcome. I appreciate you being on the show. I'm sure I know Crystal is just heartbroken that she missed it. And she wanted so desperately to be here. So I'm glad we held it down for her. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yes, we did. We missed you. We missed you, Crystal. But she is definitely going to be back. You know, last week she was out on vacation and she's just getting back and so the job said yeah you was on vacation so we're gonna throw you in some meetings <laughs> they stuck her they got her they got her they got her so free free my sis crystal <laughs> free up free up so definitely you guys um if you are following the get caught up podcast then you guys know our my lovely lovely host miss crystal miss books and soul please make sure that you're following her on all of her social media platforms under books and soul she is on instagram at books and soul one but everywhere else is books and soul and as for me i am author untamed and i am on all social media at author untamed now i'm gonna tell you i say that to say this this is where you can find me to interact and i'm obtained on instagram on facebook and on tiktok because while i'm on everywhere else i'm, I'm there but i'm not there okay oh that's me that's me that's me i'm like i'm there but i'm not there but i swear to be so dry honey they used to be so dry. I'd be like, Mm-mm. you they be like, you checked in and like Twitter sending me emails and you got notifications. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh, I'll check it. So yeah, I'm there, but I'm not there. It's just just one, you know, that's just not where my my um my platform is right now. And it's it, it is funny to me. I always say this. I started out on Twitter and I just got away from it. So I don't know. I, I, I'll try maybe get it back one day, but it's, it's, I'm still there. You know, I'll still follow back and communicate. It might be a good 30 days before you hear from it, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't respond fast enough, you know where to come back. <laughs> <laughs> and also, please make sure that you are following the Get Caught Up podcast on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast. Also on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast. And also, we have the Get Caught Up Author Podcast Facebook group. So, please make sure you join there. We cut up and have the fun in there and in that Facebook group. And that's where we share a lot of, like, information and write Wednesdays tips. And we definitely promote our authors and anything that's upcoming in that Facebook group. So, please make sure that if you are on Facebook, join there um, so that we can have some fun. And up next, we do have our author interview with Coco DeVore. She will be our next author interview towards the end of the month. I believe that's on May 24th. And then our book of the month is with author L.R. Jackson and her book, The Accidental Queen. So that book, um, the publication dropped today. It released on Amazon last week, but it's nationwide everywhere today. 
So please read along with us all month on May 31st. We will be doing an IG live with her through the Get Caught Up podcast at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll be discussing her book. So please make sure that you read along and enjoy it. It is available on paperback, ebook, and on audiobook. And if you would like a com- to have a commercial that's aired during the shows, please visit untamedpublishing.net. There are commercial packages there that are available. And again, if you'd like to be a sponsor or if you would like to donate, there's two different ways to do it. To donate, just go to Cash App at dollar sign UP2016. That's dollar sign you as an umbrella. Pierce and Paul 2016. And then you can donate from there. But if you want to be a sponsor, go to our website for the podcast, which is anchor.fm forward slash get caught up. That is where you can see our sponsorship packages. We have some available as low as 99 cents a month if you would like to do that. So definitely you have opportunity to support. Um, Check us out on Spotify. Audible, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else that you listen to podcasts. But those are our top platforms that we see all of our traction in and have all of our guests. So wherever else, if you don't listen to it there, you can find it somewhere else. <laughs> Just click it, click on your podcast link and we will be there. But definitely, if you are on those platforms, subscribe or follow or whatever they ask you to do, do it so that we can move from number 35 and it's top 100 up to number one. We'd appreciate that. <laughs> get us on the list to get us on the list. So we appreciate all of our U.S. international countries. We reached 40 countries last month. I was so excited. We have nowhere else to go but to increase our listenership. So 40 countries, 12 different platforms. I I can't tell you how thankful I am for that. So thank you again from the bottom of my heart for continuing to rock out with us and rock out with our authors um, and all the ones who we interviewed for this literary podcast. Apparently we're doing something that you like and so we're going to try to keep on continuing giving you what you love. <laughs> and Nay, again, I want to thank you so much for being here tonight. Oh, no problem. I forgot. I'm hearing you shout out your social media. Everything author is Nay. At author is Nay. All right, yes, yes, authorist name. Let us know where to find you. So, yes, you guys, on all social media, she is authorist name. Oh, absolutely. So, is there if there's anything else that you want to um, shout out to? Can I think you sh- shouted out all your. I think I shout out everything. Yeah, the events that's coming up. Shout out to Urban Ain't Dead. Follow at Urban Ain't Dead. You know, on the TikToks, <laughs> on the on the on the uh, Instagrams, on the Facebooks. Come and see us. We got some. We got some things going on over there and, and things in store. I know that's right. I want to give a shout out to Elijah too. I know him as well. Elijah, salute to you, sir. You know, you always have my respect <laughs> for everything that you have done. And he's also a former guest of the podcast. So I absolutely, you know, just enjoy talking with him. He's a good, good guy. So I salute you on all of your strides with Urban Ain't Dead. So, you know, it's it's always a pleasure. It's always love. Always love. (laughs) 
Well, you guys, again, you listeners, thanks to you. Thank you again for tuning in. And until next time, don't forget to get caught up. Good night.